It's coming. Before the trappers captured me, it saw me. It came right up to me. And then left. Welcome to this fantastic version of the Get Your Film. The version? Hello and welcome to this fantastic edition of the Get Your Film Fix podcast. Um, we haven't even done it yet, and I know it's fantastic. So I'm just yeah, so excited because we so rarely get to do movies like this. And I'm glad I have both of you here because I know you all have radically different opinions on this type of movie. And so that's why I'm going to ask you a good one. Um, Lee, did you, I know you have some thoughts on Nope and Jesse James. Did you want to save that for the beginning or the uh, end? It's up to you. What do you think would be better? Um, let's do it at the beginning. Let's okay. do it at the beginning. Let's, yep. uh, well, do you want to, do you want to introduce what we're actually going to uh, podcast yes. about? This week we're going to do the, um, uh, a sort of a spinoff. Oh, Lee's drinking a white wine. Interesting. Looks delicious. Um, a spinoff of, in the predator series called prey. Uh, which is available on I Hulu. I knew you were going to say it like that. <laughs> Bray. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, and I'm really excited to review that. I think we're also going to talk a little bit about the original Predator, which we all watched. I watched both twice, so um, <laughs> I'm super uber prepared for this. Um, okay, so Lee, why don't you jump in a little bit? Uh, you had some thoughts on Nope first. I know you just listened to the podcast today and were yep. insulting and I, me about it. And I saw Nope last night. Um, I was going to see it last week. Uh, I didn't get around to it. I went to see it last night. Um, so I listened to you guys' discussion uh, today. And um, first off, I think you guys were honestly a little too forgiving of the movie. Now... That is not to say that I didn't like it because I think on a scene by scene basis it was actually really great. And Jordan Peele really kind of put together some like really intense and entertaining sequences. Now what the parts that you guys were most critical of like essentially like how all of this pieces together is the biggest problem with that movie and I was thinking about the question that you asked Japen and like the kind of filmmaker that Jordan Peele is and what you want him to be. And I'm very torn on that because I agree with you guys a hundred percent that like, I would so much rather have the substantive movie that misses versus the empty movie. Right. But right. The problem with Jordan Peele, especially in his last two movies is that what he's trying to say is coming at the expense of his story. And the fact that these pieces aren't all fitting together are really frustrating. And he's like garnered this reputation, like, you know, whether it's his own fault or like maybe it's a credit to him that with like every frame of his movies, you're looking at with such an intensity trying to analyze that you can't just sit back and enjoy some really fucking awesome sequences. Like the scenes with the chimp are so great. Like, the, to open the movie on this chimp just sitting there bloody with, like, someone's feet there clearly not moving is such an amazing way to start a movie. But when you leave the theater, you're thinking about that as a scene just by itself rather than how that related to everything he was trying to say. And that's just frustrating. And I think, you know, you guys forgave that stuff in by just saying like you appreciate what he's trying to do but I'd almost rather see him let go of his themes a little bit and focus on you know telling a structured story and I wonder if like his if he were to do that 
if we would be able to get more out of his movies thematically. Does that make sense? Do you guys agree with that? Like, if he focused more on the story and a little bit less on what he's trying to say, would we then be able to get more out of the themes? I I, I agree with the first part of that. I actually think it's the audience that does that. I think it's us. us I mean, well, but I know I think... I think you're right, but that's the rep because of the reputation that he has as a filmmaker. We're so we expect so much out of his movies. Get Out was so successful, yes, in no, I, I, telling a story and and, and I totally, portraying I a totally, theme that now we expect maybe too much of him. I totally agree with you, but I I actually I mean again I, I, I going back to that podcast like I was really reminded of Shyamalan, and I think with Shyamalan's early work which i think we all like a lot but also a lot of people think is really pretentious like you you he forces you to look at his stuff that way he has these shots that just make you think about like oh this is very important i must be looking at this in a very focused way i don't think peel has that i don't think peel has that i think he's more of a um i think he's a little bit more of a sort of filmmaker of the people in that sense Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I agree. Like, I think this film, especially, I mean, you have that moment, the, the moment with the monkey, which, you know, we speculated on what was, it, what it was about, but I don't think it's clear necessarily how it connects back to the, the ultimately our, our main storyline. And I think sort of in that sense and that it, it, you have that issue. Like, you know, he's clearly not spelling it out for you in an obvious way. I don't think like, shot to shot scene to scene though he his stuff is very um i don't know metaphoric um you know i think or i, I think it's quite quite clear what it is it's, it's yeah, pretty obvious i agree and i and i also think it's some and you guys you know you were a little lukewarm on him as a you know quote unquote director and i agree that he's a better writer than a director but i while i think you were too forgiving of the movie i think you were also a little bit too harsh on him as a director because i think he crafts some amazing sequences like name a bad scene in this movie you know like it is really well done whether or not it all works and pieces together is an entirely different conversation that having been said there was some like silliness in this movie that I found annoying, like especially the climax of this movie where the fucking balloon boy kills the alien. I thought was so stupid. And then you have what was, I thought was really unfortunate because one of the best scenes of the movie you guys talked about is in the barn where he thinks he sees these aliens. Right. And he starts taking a picture and like that first shot when that fucking alien or what turns out not to be but stands up is so awesome like so well captured that scene is so good and then it turns out to be fucking kids in costumes it's just such a cheap like ploy and I thought that was silly even the little TMZ bit which I think is widely considered to be one of the better parts of the movie I thought was a departure from everything else we'd been seeing in this movie. And I get the, I get where that belongs in this movie in terms of Mm -hmm. like taking pictures and like all that stuff. But I I felt like there were some things out of place here and you guys use the word clunky and, you know, disjointed, disconnected. I think all that is true. But I think we both liked the movie a lot. So that was the thing is you, that was what I had a hard time with is, and I did too. Like, as I was watching the movie, I'm like, this is really great. This, But the whole time I was also like, I don't understand. So, yeah, so, so if I can that's what I had a hard time with. Interject a little bit. Um, if, you, if, I, if I were to put myself in Peel's head, like you say, I don't know. I don't, it was like 20 minutes ago now, Lee, but you worded it like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys had a whole podcast to talk about it. <laughs> you, you said like thematically you you like how he does it but you you're not well, can you say that again well, don't Wait, make him say it again uh, well no uh, what you were saying in terms of like you appreciate the fact that he is well you were saying like he should concentrate more on story than the he, the themes okay so like if yeah. i were to put myself in his his head like 
I would disagree with that because I think what his strength as a filmmaker in totality is the way he derives the story is he kind of comes up with the themes and then branches off of that to get the story. So whether, whether or not you think it's successful or not, I still think that's the way he should approach filmmaking moving forward. Because if he hits, it's going to be a grand slam. If right. he misses, he's still getting a, a bunt single. Like, I think he has something to say either way. Okay, well, I, so I maybe. Would phrase that, I would phrase that metaphor, that sports metaphor, a little differently in that I think he tries to drive the green on a par four and he misses. Get, and instead he, gets a hat trick. But he's there. Yeah, he gets a hat trick and then he does it. He has a triple double and then. And uh, the see, what I'm thinking is that, like, he essentially, the other team's got an empty net and he ices the puck, yeah. but misses the net, but still kills some time off the clock. So. That's the worst one of of all. Well, I don't even know what it meant. <laughs> Just wanted to be involved. But my I point, guess, my point is, I like, agree I with think you in his approach. That's a good way to approach filmmaking, especially somebody who's coming up with stuff that's so smart. Yes, um, and, and at the yeah. same time, critiquing it from that level. Like you can't critique it from from like from like. Uh, oh, from you know the last Purge movie, you got to critique it from Jordan okay. Peele as a director. And like, Jordan, if he, if he and, were to start with story, if he were to start with story and then try to build this stuff in, I just don't think it's going to really work. That All right, way. that may be true. Here's here's the problem, and I think this is where we have where his next movie is going to be really pivotal for him, especially at least for me, in terms of like evaluating him as a filmmaker. Is that you say like if it works, it's a home run. Get Out was it worked. It was a home run. Us and Nope were not. So he's one for three, which oh, is I, I which is not terrible. I think, I think Nope is pretty good. I yeah. think I don't think Nope works at all in terms of what he, he's trying to say. Well, I shouldn't say at all. I think Nope. nope nope's a one out triple. <laughs> a one out triple. Wow. Yeah. So there's batters up behind him. Yeah. Well, if you got a triple, there'd always be a batter up behind you. That's true, but it could be a two. You could you could be two outs. And but you're saying that the next guy can get a sack fly. Yeah. Okay. Wait, why can't you get a triple if there's two outs? You can, but then someone needs a hit to get you in. Right. I'm just saying that... <laughs> Our sports analogies are nailing it. I think Nope is an enjoyable movie, but it is not entirely successful in the way that he was shooting for. And... You guys forgave that a little bit more than I think I did. Like so, but, he's like the pitcher. He does a balk, <laughs> but he's also the hitter, so he gets the first base. Okay, yeah. And then he's okay. uh, he's coming up behind and hits. A... First of all, nobody watches baseball anymore, so nobody's going to get right, this. Guys, the the pitch clock is running out on this particular all right, segment. That's all I had. To, that's we've all only I had got to say. Three timeouts. Uh, left, so. I, I liked your. Con- I wish I was there for your conversation on on note because i had all these moments where i was like chiming in as i was listening but um all right I think moving we covered on that. next movie we don't really need to talk about jesse james i really only had one question can you just that say I'd... the whole the whole title the assassination yeah, of jesse james by the coward robert ford um, i barely got it barely. i barely got it barely um the only thing i wanted to ask you guys really that i missed asking was um some of the oscar stuff so Casey Affleck was so good in that mo- in that movie, best mm-hmm. he's ever been, and it's not close. Um, and he was nominated for best supporting actor, but did not win because Javier Bardem won for Anton Chigurh. Is that like Oof. right? That's fair. So like, That's what fair. is? Of course, it's fair. But like, what would you say? It's tough. And I would then, say Chigurh. Cinematography. There will be blood. Role. One cinematography. Robert Elswit won cinematography for There Will Be Blood over Roger Deakins for Assassination of St. James. And I think that's the wrong and, call. And and Roger Deakins on No Country for Old Men. Uh, no, right. And yeah, I think, well, this also just goes to show you how, like, kind of silly award shows are. Like, uh, you, I, you have two, like, just amazing, like, they, they would probably win at, at like, nine times out of the last 10 years an incredible year that was and and that was the last thing I brought up and I tried to look this up but it was hard to kind of find the right information if you want to classify 
No Country for Old Men, There Will Be Blood, and Assassination of Jesse James as, as Westerns. And they're all versions of that genre. Ha, has there ever been three movies or even two movies of the same genre released in the same year that good? The I only mean, thing I could find was 98, which had Saving Private Ryan and, their, and The Thin Red Line. I mean, I, I also incredible. Right, I would but, say there's probably it probably has happened in the like farther past. Like I just don't know you, the dates of like. Are you saying no country is a western? Like, I mean, not you know, it, not really. But I again, would call. Let's just call it that. Let's, just for just sake for, of because argument, for my argument, yeah. <laughs> but like, um, it just I, speaks to what an amazing year where that. Oh my god! Assassination of Jesse James is like everybody who played in the NBA while Michael Jordan was playing. Like, it's so good, but it lost to There Will Be Blood and No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Man, it's our the, sports analogies today. It's the Clyde Drexler of... <laughs> of uh, uh, honestly, I think the I give Charles that award... Charles Barkley of, of I, movies. Oh, yeah, Charles Barkley. That's good. I, I, um, I think I give that award to Affleck over Bardem. Although, I would argue Affleck is the star of... Asa- yeah, Jesse that's James. the tricky part. And, but he got nominated for supporting, yeah. But. Yeah. Okay, let's right, move on. Let's Guys, move on. Okay, that's what I had pray. to say. So I want I want you both to answer this, but I want Jeremy to answer first. Jeremy, yeah. so when these type of movies look, let's lay our cards on the fucking table. Yeah, Lee God. and I like these little movies a lot more than you do. We yeah, obviously you guys want have we, more we testosterone. Lee and I together uh, text each other separately from the group chat, and and and, and Lee was like, "I've watched all the Predators uh, after watching Prey," and I said, "Me too." <laughs> Well, and I also without coordinating. I mean, we can bear. I can barely watch anything during fixie season, but I can definitely watch all predators. Anyways, these are my, our kind of movies. Chapin, uh, you son of a bitch! Well, I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to that. <laughs> uh, so, Jeremy, when what do these when these movies are good in your eyes? Mm-hmm. What what do they mean for you? Like, what what are they for you? Uh, <laughs> like they aren't good. They're never good. No, it's not true. Like I. I I, I just don't want to be distracted by wanting like for me it's like I don't want to be distracted by wanting to like camp and not because there's anything wrong with it or there's no reason you shouldn't enjoy it but I can't I can't like put it aside and just be like that part doesn't exist in the totality of whether or not I enjoyed this movie like I get, I totally understand like the, the cheesy lines and the way Arnold delivers them and all that sort of stuff. And I appreciate it. And I think it's funny. And I like, I like that stuff, but I also can't ignore it in the totality of a movie's a movie's a movie. If I really want to put this in the same category as everything else, I can, I can, I can put it in its own category and say, yeah, I appreciated it for what it was doing and it's funny. And like, there's crazy, silly lines. And it also had this like technical thing I appreciate. Um, but I also just can't be like, I, I, I think that's great. Like, I don't know, there's not that split in my brain. So when I, when I ask you this question, when I, when you're answering this, I'm thinking of you, Lying on the floor in, in a lovely cabin in Central Oregon, watching um, the Dark Knight and completely yeah. tearing it apart, and yeah. which was just so brilliant. Like it one was of my great, one of the finest moments of watching movies with Jeremy. An amazing yeah. memory, and and I think about that, and I'm like, maybe you aren't able to take your critics' house. I mean, that was a bachelor part. Well, almost a bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> we had, we had. Plenty to drink that night and God yeah. knows what else. Um, and still, you weren't able to sit back and watch a movie you'd seen probably four or five times by that point. You At that point, you were tearing it apart. And so it was and almost that's a, that's more. A pretty, like, that's a pretty like pretentious action movie. And so when I think about you watching Predator, I just stick around and, you know, pushing too many pencils. <laughs> Get to the chopper. Yeah, it's funny with that dark night. I I don't think I've ever seen a movie clearer. <laughs> I know it's weird. It's weird. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I again, it's like. But are you I, able to enjoy them like like Lee yes. and I are? 
not 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 in the same I, I think vein, but like I am able to enjoy it. Like, would I, you sit down and watch Predator on your own volition? Probably. Or a better not. question is, will you watch Predator? Would you watch Predator Two? Maybe, maybe. That's a maybe, hmm. but I like it would have to be. You have to I wait would, to see where it lands on our thing. top five. Here, no, no, no. Here's the thing. I would watch Predator 2 with either of you guys. Like, I would want to have the joint experience of it, but if I were to, if you were to ask me to watch it on my own, I don't think I would. That doesn't count. I don't think I would gain that, gain anything from that. So, that that's my answer. It's like, it's like when people go to see The Room. They want right. to see it in an audience and be able to yell the the things out and like I want to see it with somebody else and and we watched Sarah and I watched Predator together and we like laughed at the same things and we thought that all that stuff was fun and there was parts of that movie I really appreciated too but it wasn't the storyline and it wasn't the it wasn't like Arnold's the, performance the, <laughs> yeah the the actual like character the 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 character development or anything like that which is something i don't know i just need a little bit of of it to like arnold and um basically all i guess i should say all those guys like there was no like i didn't feel the necessary bond between it's not like saving private ryan where you get where they're all coming from this is like i'm sorry are you saying predator is not as good as saving private ryan no and that's not what i'm trying to get record i'm not trying i'm not trying that's not what i'm trying the size of the statue of liberty i'm just saying like carl weathers and arnold's like why we're supposed to like relate to them as like friends is that moment you guys have already referenced like you you what have you been pushing too many pencils and then they like high five and like yeah it's funny and i Can't get it just called that a high five or whatever they they hold hands gay and like look at each other's biceps and <laughs> almost kiss um but that's not enough for me to be like to actually understand this relationship i, I like to to feel something later on with them but that it's not what it's trying to do okay. i get that well, so like what yeah, is, so like, like, i feel like i'm going to try because we're talking about predators now and this is supposed to be the prey podcast i would argue right. that prey does that actually does what you're saying I agree. I agree. I'm I'm talking about Predator because I think yeah. that's what you're sort of referencing with your I, class. No, yeah, I yeah. am. And, and so so um, I mean, Lee, I, I feel like we don't. Do I need to ask you this question? I don't feel like you and I both love these movies. Do I need to ask you this? Well, the I, we'll I, get, right, can we're I do a can top I ask five Predator movies. So like, I'll save some of my thoughts for those for that. Do you at least understand where I'm coming from? It's not. I do. I do. Yeah. And I, sure. And I used to be the same way. And I think I've I've. You've I've dumb, grown to appreciate you've different down. things. No, you've I just think like I, You're a little bit, it, I'm uh, a little stupider. dumber. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, but but when it comes to so prey is a good example of how you can sort of tell this story differently. I'm not saying better, but with a little bit more emotion and heart and quite, quite grounded, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, and, I, and I agree. Groundedness. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of the difference, too, is, like, Prey is, like, amazingly grounded. It's, like, I, I guess, Chapin, why don't, why don't you just, like, kind of describe the yeah, plot so, a little uh, bit? Yeah, so the Predator, uh, a Predator, shows up in mid-1700s uh, in um, Comanche territory in the High Plains uh, and begins hunting people. And we are introduced to our main character, Played by Amber Midthunder. Amber Midthunder, who is a young Comanche woman who is relegated to um, medicine work but really wants to be a hunter. And evidently, in this culture, they have uh, a sort of semi religious spiritual uh, experience where you face down your first predator, your, and I don't mean predator as in the alien predator, but your first sort of hunt. Your first prey, and yeah, you hunt something that hunts you. Right, you hunt something that hunts you, and it's a it's a spiritual experience. Um, and she sort of understands that the predator is there in some ways, um, and chaos ensues. 
Yeah. And um, it's a really smart place to put the Predator. Um, you guys remember the Favreau movie Cowboys versus Aliens? Is yeah, that what it was called? Cowboys? I, I was and, thinking about that a lot. And it's how, Cowboys and Aliens. Cowboys and Aliens, yeah. And I remember when that movie was announced, this is more what I pictured. Yeah. That, like, we're going to look at a different time period when Aliens land instead of just modern day. And Cowboys and Aliens was kind of a silly comedy, you know, uh, referential it just, movie. It was like, bad. It was just, just very bad. Didn't work. And this movie kind of took that concept and put it in a very authentic and realistic place where you have a reason for your main character to face the predator. And I thought that right. that was just a perfect setup for this, this franchise and also well, a perfect place to like move this franchise forward if it wants to. Yeah. And well, like so- you have these like brother, sister, who you care about, who you understand their relationship. You have a woman who's trying to fit in in a culture that's, uh, well, at least the part of the culture that's sort of male-dominated back back in there, it, that those days. Um, yeah, and, those days. Well, no, I mean, just like the hunting and like that, that wasn't something that a typ- typically... Well, that's what I mean, but that would yeah. still be the case. <laughs> Modern um, movies where that's the problem, the thing. But it puts all these these uh, layers into that, and then you, tr- you. I guess you could. It would be an interesting movie if Predator wasn't dropped down yeah. into the middle of it, and yep. then you drop Predator down into the middle of it, and you got yourself a baby. You got yourself a stew. <laughs> oh, look! It ties it back together to Carl Weathers. Um, I think. Right, exactly. I think what works so nicely about this movie is that kind of what Jeremy said, and that essentially that it works without the predator. But they set up this idea that these people are hunters, and they need. The, I was oddly reminded of like the most dangerous game, right? Where it's just like I need to hunt the thing that's the hardest to hunt. That's something that will and. For them, it's always been whether it's a lion or something like that, and you get this rite of passage. And by no choice of her own, she is faced with ultimately like the ultimate predator that we have learned about through five, four movies up until this point. And you're just you're just placed in such a realistic scenario that there were moments in this movie where I was like, kind of wish I didn't see the predator's spaceship. Kind of wish I didn't see the the parts where like the predator kills a snake and like didn't know it existed until she actually sees it and like pieces it together. Yeah. The thing about predator in both of those, uh, the, the original and prey is like, I don't know what it's doing. Why is it on earth? Like what's it trying to accomplish? Like, well, there's no kind of, there's no real explanation. One of the movies, they <laughs> takes them a while to actually figure that out in the franchise. Um, the Predator, uh, yeah. the Shane Black one, is well, the first one, I think, Chapin, maybe I'm wrong, where they really uh, talk about what the Predator is actually doing. Not, not that you, no, I'm going to say this, not that you need to know why it's there. It's just a question you kind of have watching two it's, of them of just like, why does it's it... There, it's there in the original, um, but it's, it's there to hunt and hunt for sport, and it's almost part, it's like a spiritual thing for these these humanoid creatures it's like they they go there they're interested in hunting and not to eat but to collect trophies and it's like a spiritual thing with it which is why i think this movie works particularly well because in this sense the people they're facing off with also they're both doing that they're both they both are um spiritual spiritually linked to hunting and you know prey and then you have the added element of the french trappers um and and buffalo hunters who you know have a totally different philosophy towards this kind of thing um and so yeah it's it's there for sport essentially but i think it's well in the predator they talk about how it actually is like taking spines and brains and skulls so that it can like learn and grow and become more powerful so well tapen Okay. Well, that just sounds dumb. I like Chapin's explanation a lot better. Uh, well, that's yes. the predator. 
which is in the top five predator movies. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's guys, let's get, let's get into it. I thought this movie was like awesome. Okay. So I have a question about that because I really liked it too. And I think this is a, t- I, I wonder if this movie will be there at the end of the year. Now, there's a type of movie that is awesome and really well done and kind of handled the material perfectly, which I think this movie does, but I don't think it will stand the, I don't want to say the test of time, but it won't stand up to the great movies of 2022, presumably. Mm, I, I almost disagree with that right off the bat. Well, that's what I want to ask. I'm curious. I mean, yeah. there's there's some pieces I want to like, watch Amber Midfunder, I think, is extraordinary in this movie, and maybe she'll be there at the end of the year, but... Aside from that, I don't know that this is a top 10 movie of the year as much as I liked it and as much as it did well. Like I mean, it I is hope, now. It is now for me. Right. But if we're speculating just kind of down I the hope road, it, I hope, you know, there is a Fincher movie coming not. out this year. I hope it's not only the, that only means that there's 10 better movies coming out, but I, I would find that hard to believe this year. Um, yeah. I mean, also, too bad we don't do like talk about using, uh, like CGI to the to to its fullest. Like, they, okay, well, wait a minute. There is some of the worst CGI in this movie. I, the animals, so? the bear the is bear so was, bad. The oh, predator I, is great. I, I disagree bear. because the way they did it was like her point of view looking towards it. So I don't think the bear was that it's, bad. It's not. It's not very convincing, but. I the mean, bear is a, bad. All the animals were bad. Once they got done with like the snake and the hawk and the bear, like I, that, I, I it was no fine. The predator itself was good, but that's the interesting thing about the predator movies is that the the effects have always been great. One of the mo- most brilliant things that that movie, those movies, have stuck with is to always have somebody playing the predator. It's always an yeah. actor I, in a costume. I guess, and I guess the, the reason I say that is because ninety percent of this movie it doesn't have any sort of effects to it. Um, right. Like it's all just sort of nature and, uh, humans. And then when it does, I feel like it utilizes it well. I mean, I guess you guys disagree. I didn't have any issue with like the, no, any of that I, stuff. I mean, it, it does it very well. I mean, I, I don't think the bear is convincing, but it's, it's done very, very well. And with a lot of, um, that class, scene is good. The scene is great. Yeah. I mean, look like it's not, I, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that <clears throat> the bear scene in The Revenant, sort of the gold standard for that kind of thing, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that scene cost $10 million, you know, like, <laughs> right. Or, or more. I mean, honestly, or more. Like, uh, but I think it's very hard to do. And, you know, this movie is not, doesn't have a huge budget. And, um, but yes, the predator effects are really good. And you're right, Lee, like having someone play that part. And be, mostly it being a costume. I think the face is probably a little yeah, yeah. CGI'd in there, but um, really good effects, really good camera work, uh, stunt work, amazing stunt work in this. Um, and it still had like, you know, it still had those moments of that was a cool move, or like that guy did something, or that girl did something totally. really cool. Like, well, and the predator is cool. Yeah, the predator is awesome. It's it still a real fo- action movie. Yeah, it isn't the focus like it is in the original Predator, which is all about the the action and and the the quote unquote coolness of it. But the fact that they can throw that in and they can do that thing where like he slides down and, and, and uses an arrow and she does the hatchet with the rope attached to it and pulls like all that stuff. Like it works within it and it's still pretty awesome. I mean, I think we, we, it's, we can't really talk about this movie anymore without talking about Amber mid thunders, like presence in this movie. She's really good. She acts circles around like all the really, inexperienced actors surrounding her. Um, They cast a lot of, they cast a lot of um, actual native Americans in this movie, many of whom hadn't acted before. And she's had some things that she's done. Um, She's not only is she good, but she's just, she's a star in this movie Um, from her action prowess to her line delivery, to her, her, what, like just whatever encapsulates a star making performance that's what she is in this movie and it, it 
makes this movie work without her and what she does it does not work because there needs to be an intensity there needs to be a rooting interest there needs to be all those things you talked about at the front Jeremy with just you know the gender roles and all that stuff and her kind of pushing back against that it all needs to be convincing and believable and she pulls it off so well and she makes for a great action star and I actually think she is a a more formidable foe to the Predator than Arnold is because oh, of yeah, the skill set that she has. And that's what no, makes this movie really kind of no smart. Guns. Right, but if you think about how this movie sets itself up, it's about people who are trained and live by their ability to hunt. Right, and exactly. So whereas like you understand where she's coming from and where she has these skills, whereas like Arnold at the end when he's making all these crazy traps that would probably take you know a month to make to get to get the predator, you're like, where where's this coming from? Well, and he, not only that, but in the original Predator, Arnold sort of figures out how to hide by accident. He falls in the mud. Yeah. Right. Whereas. Naru she kind of does too. She, she does, does, but it has nothing. That's the smart thing. She falls in the mud, but she has it has nothing. To, the predator doesn't show no, up. No, but so. she knows the medicines that cool your blood, and she figures that out. Like well, oh, but also by accident. Uh yeah, but she gave like that. She gave the guy that thing, and that's a. I mean, eventually you have to figure out what. I don't, it's. I, I mean, she like she's very smart, and the movie is like sort of smart with her, and I just want to say like. I'm I'm so glad she's like a really great female protagonist. We need more of those, but without the whole girl power bullshit that, you right. know, it's just it's so well done and I think she's just a, an admirable character for, you know, the <laughs> the poor 10 and 12-year-old girls who watch this movie. But uh <laughs> like honestly, I think she's just a real gr- a really great hero and they don't kind of you know, water it down with too much like booyah. I mean, I don't know, like whatever the the kind of the stuff we. What's what's the female version of booyah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> woo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, woo girl. She's not like a woo girl. I mean, but the yeah, and there's also just like these these really smart moments with her, like at the like she's not she's not uh, she's not Arnold essentially. She's not unstoppable like she she almost dies falling in the mud she almost get she almost gets killed by a lion she has to get carried back by her brother like we're not dealing with somebody who is like way better at everything than any than anybody else i also you're dealing with somebody who's actually kind of like learning as she goes i i like that she you know there's that whole storyline about i forget the word they use but we talked about it already when you you're hunting something that uh can hunt you back and what is it called what do they say whatever whatever it is when she gets in this situation this isn't like one of those things where she's like oh this is my whatever that word is it 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 ends up being that but it's also it's more about survival She's not doing it. She's not like, oh, I'm going to take the, here we go. This is my, like, like sort of that moment Chapin's talking about. Like, here's my opportunity to do this. No, this is yeah, like. She's not there to, it's not to prove herself. She, she's not there to prove herself. Well, she I think just it wants is at to, first. She wants to survive and she wants to save her brother. Like, that's what the ultimate sort of goals are for her. Um, and I, I like that. I like there that there isn't that sort of like. Oh, you know that thing we talked about earlier? This is my moment to do that. Eh, that really isn't there. So I I would I'm wondering, like, is is this anywhere in the realm of possibility that good filmmakers can take over this franchise moving forward and we get Predator like in the Middle Ages, the Re- Revolutionary War, World War One, whatever, like throughout history. You know, the first Predator the kind of the cool thing about the Predator movies is they always acknowledge the other Predator movies. So the first one happens in the 80s, and then in the second one, which was made in 1990 but takes place in 1997, they said, oh, this has happened once before. A bunch of, uh, you know, um, uh, soldiers were killed in the jungle, and then in the other movies they talk about how it's happened before and stuff, and it'd just be interesting to see this. these Predators come over the course of history, but only if good filmmakers are doing it. Now, Dan Trachtenberg, I, I don't know. I think he did a great job with this movie. Did you guys? What are you guys' thoughts on Ten Cloverfield Lane? 
I know people think that movie is really good. I, I don't remember it being that great. It was That's fine. That's kind of how I feel. I yeah. mean, I feel like it's like a pretty taut thriller, but like I don't. I remember it being pretty like okay. Was I that saw the that. one? Was that the one with John Goodman? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it. He kind of does something similar there. He takes the genre and does does something more grounded and different with it, which I appreciate. So, even somebody at Dan Trachtenberg's level where it's like a talented filmmaker, maybe somebody that hasn't, you know, really hit their stride. If they can keep making these Predator movies, like grounded in reality, implanting the Predator at different points in history, I think that would be a really, really interesting way to take the franchise instead of doing what they tried with, you know, Alien versus Predator and all that bullshit. Is there any, is there any realistic scenario where that happens? Maybe. I don't know. I like... How is this doing? I mean, was it just released on Hulu? I think like it was. It was exclusively Hulu, but it's getting good reviews. Uh, I just don't think that it's. I, I don't think that good filmmakers are going to keep tackling this. The interesting thing about like the Prey movies is that there is like a like a family line, for lack of a better term. Like Shane Black was in the original. Shane Black directed another one. Gary Busey's in the second one. Jake Busey's in oh, yeah. the Predator. Like it's there's like people who are like connected to this franchise seem to you know, go back you know to I'd, it. Like you know, remember the Vast and Night guy? I'd like to see him do a movie, a Predator right? movie. Like yeah, just like, like a talented like guys guy that, who or women or ladies, right? Uh, who are coming up, cool. who have a lot of talent, uh, and for a genre type of piece, making these type of movies. I mean, I don't think you're going to get Michael Mann or you know, but I'm not. Fucking, I don't. I don't Luke want them to do it because do I, I, I want these to be, I want these, the budgets to be under control. Like I want these younger filmmakers to have to use their creativity. That's, to, so, that's such a good point. Like the, the budget thing, like I think this was a little bit less expensive than predator, the, the predator. Um, but yeah, like to Jeremy's point about Scorsese, like these movies are, I think are better when they're cheaper, you know, they're, sort of scrappier. Um, another thing that I found interesting, just in terms of kind of what we've been discussing, is um, kind of the, you know, man, quote unquote, versus nature idea. So, you know, talking about prey and predator, but also we just talked about nope, which sort of has this like man versus animal, man versus nature theme. Um, you know, we were talking before about Beast coming out this week, and that's Sweet. another one. And then, and even Jeremy, you and I have been watching Alone, um, the reality show Alone, which is like all about kind of people versus nature and surviving in nature. And, and yeah, it season does, it two, doesn't you get have more simplistic than that. With right, that show. it's season two. You have the woman from Portland shape, and that um, like sort of just is like coexisting with the bears it's funny in the first season you have this guy like a bear is near him and he just calls and he's like i'm out of here and then this woman is like she's like i'll just let him know i'm here and we'll just coexist and it's always like what what happens if she pulls a timothy treadmill on that well Well, she's not near them she just like is fishing in the same river yeah so so was he well anyway no he was dude he was like buddies He, he thought he was buddies with all of them so I think you this can, whole idea of like never listen to this. That's an older you, show, but the whole man versus nature thing being explored, I think is kind of an interesting thing that is, I don't know. Is it coming back or is it just, is there way more to explore there? Well, I wish, well, I wish Hollywood was smart about this. And what I would say to that is that I think Trackenberg, is that his name? Yeah. Dan Trackenberg. He, he, he sort of nailed the, predator against the sort of primitive culture right like they've done that right and they shouldn't try to do that again like uh so i remember reading an article and you just mentioned it like like predator in the middle ages like with swords that that could be cool like we could see that but don't like don't do this again right this has been done this is like there's a there's limited interest that you can get with the predator like this is this he comes down he fights everybody. Well, especially because he d- essentially doesn't do anything different every time. No. Why would he? Yeah. I want to see Predator in Game of Thrones. 
exactly right, right. so yeah, you could totally. have, you could have like, that right the middle but ages no, no, but like work. like with dragons too i mean that would be awesome who would yeah, win how that? would he handle the fire um so but like find creative people who can who can do this like understand the model and not not the not the actual execution but the model right the model is put the predator in a in a situation that is simple and um you know you know don't overcomplicate the plot don't do what you, they did in <laughs> the predator which is like oh they're here to bring us the the fuck that that's not what this is about you establish it in give, the first movie don't play your cards on the predator yet I, don't I'm not doing that. I'm not doing well, that. You, but well, you already said this alien versus predator bullshit, so I know that's well, not we're not be talking about those. One. I never I never saw Alien versus Predator. We only are doing the five Predator movies. Or the sequel. Yeah. I didn't see those. So so I, I just like yeah, like like give it to another filmmaker who's got a good idea, but that's different from this. Understand I, and I, do you know what I mean by the model? Like Yeah, you have this built in action like Right. Like people love a, an action movie, a chase sequence, a good guy versus bad guy. Like, How about it's all this? built in. How about this? One of them, it's like Terminator 2. All of a sudden, the ter- the predator is a good, the good guy. It's going to save her. No, please don't do that. They already did that in the Alien v versus Predator. I don't like that. I don't like... I don't like the a. I don't like don't. I don't want them being friends with the Raptors. I hate. I, was, that. I knew you were gonna bring up Jurassic World. <laughs> no, but like, I there's ended, a shot I ended in up this movie. Dominion. Oh, you did. Let's talk about that in a, uh, in a minute. Um, there's a shot in this movie that I think encapsulates like what the like the potential for this movie, and it, you know, it's not what you think I'm gonna say, but it's when they're hiding in the tall grass, and he's like we've got him and she sees the three dots on his forehead and those what those three dots essentially represent if you've been watching these movies is is a threat is danger is is something that you can't see that can kill you and that that makes a movie if you can put a like an intelligent screenplay and structure behind it and a good filmmaker to put it together like that's why I think this movie is so smart. Like it just takes, it almost takes the simplest parts of what Predator is, and puts it into this story about about Naru. And instead of trying what the other Predator movies do, in trying to like give you more information about the Predator and like why it's there, like what happened in the past, where it comes yeah, from, matter, what it really. wants. This movie is like, no, 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 We're going to go back to basics. We're going to take the simplest aspects of what this thing is and we're going to put it into a scenario, into a, into a world where people have to fight it and are capable of doing so. And if it can keep doing that, maybe it gets repetitive, but I think it'll be, it's fun to watch. I, I agree. I, I look like, like the, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just Jaws, but the, Right. Yeah, it's like you know, this it's it's a plot we see all the time. You might as well, it might as well be the predator, and I and I just find the predator so cool. I think he's so scary and so such a formidable opponent. And I I I mean I love that. I love the original predator so much, and um, you know, I I think you think we think of it as like a B a sort of B movie from the eighties, but. It's really not. It's it's better every time I see it. I, I was telling Jeremy that this most recent time I watched it, the thing that I noticed the most was the cinematography is really great in that movie. Now, John McTiernan is a great action director, and if if you were to put Predator up against Die Hard, I don't think that they totally compare. I think Die Hard is exponentially better. But One year apart. Yeah, which is insane. But I also think... Predator gets classified as a, at worst, good because it's bad movie. At best, a well-made, campy 80s movie. And I think it's better than all of that. I, I, think I don't it, know that. I wouldn't say that. It, I would not say that Die Hard is exponentially better than this movie. Than Predator? Yeah. I think it is. But I do think well, Predator I, is really I, great. To... to 
sort of go back to a point that Chapin said, like, you know, Jaws is sort of the ultimate of this. And why is it the ultimate of this? Why does it work so well? I mean, you have sort of a, uh, uh, I don't want to say faceless villain, but you have a villain that can't speak, that has no, an emotionless, let's go with that, emotionless villain, just like you do in in Predator and Prey. Um, But at the end of Predator, the worst part of Predator is when it laughs. Yeah, oh my God. like you want nothing. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, but why does why is Jaws like our favorite movie or a top five favorite movie of all time? It's it's those characters that have to interact with each other, not necessarily with this sort of faceless villain or emotionless villain. I mean, but it's Brody, it's Quint, it's it's Hooper, but it's all those guys that that's make a great that. Point. And and that's why to me it's harder for me to get behind to tie it back to the your beginning question. It's like it's harder for me to like really love a predator um, movie, and it's easier for me to really appreciate a prey movie. Right, and I and I think that's a great point because I think and let's start to get into it, Lee. Um, I think the 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 predator movies get worse the more they invest the the more they get away from what you just explained jeremy like the the less it is about the characters the more the worse the movie gets and um yeah so let's uh let's get into it all right so we're going to me and chamber are going to do our top 5 um predator movies and we're not talking about the alien versus predator we're talking about Predator, Predator 2, Predators, The Predator, and Prey. Um, and Jeremy, I don't know if you uh, had time to prepare this, but you've only seen Prey and Predator. Correct. Um, regardless, we're going to have you just give us the quick um, plot synopsis on each of these movies as they yeah, come Yeah, I up. haven't looked at anything. I, I have yeah. no idea. <laughs> All right. Thought so it would Chapin, be better not to know. Chapin, what's your number five? What's your least favorite of these? Predator 2. Really? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So that's my number three. Got to be honest. I like all these movies. Like, I like them. I, I like, like all, all but I like all but one. Um, okay. So, Jeremy, Predator 2, you want to just give us a quick uh, quick rundown on what Predator 2 is about? Yeah, sure. Um, Predator, come after, after dealing with Arnold and all that stuff and realizing just how fucking manly all the men are, like, they don't even have time to bleed. Like they real no, like yeah, yeah I don't have they time to bleed. they they realize oh god this is there's too much testosterone here. There were they sent one back to apologize for the fir- for the first one. They said uh, he our we, bad. Didn't, our, we didn't like him. He like we, he was like he he escaped the prison. Like we uh, not our fault. This is not what we do normally. This is just like uh, that was a bad apple sort of situation. We're sorry. But they don't know this. Like uh, men don't know this, and they just you motherfucker. Right. I mean, it can, it can only communicate like a cricket communicates. So yeah, right, no, it was saying, saying all, all that. that yeah, it was saying yeah, all that. But all you heard was yeah. whatever, it, however it sounds. I don't know, whatever, right. whatever. Right. Yeah. So, Kevin, uh, tell me why you don't like Predator Two. We'll see how close Jeremy was. Um, I, I like it. I like all okay. of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's just it's it's definitely just like the stupidest of all the movies, um, and that's it's just probably like true. It's so like dark and depressing, and it doesn't really have any fun. I like I love I just like like Danny Glover is enti- like, just like, completely unhinged in this movie. So and this is the thing is like in how in the wide world of sports did Danny Glover just become an action star? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like he can't, he can't, he looks like he has like multiple ACL injuries when he runs <laughs> and like he's been in a, like a seminal action series that oh going back to Shay Black direct wrote yeah um lethal weapon um so Jeremy uh Predator 2 takes place in 1997 it's made in 1990 it takes place in 1997 uh in uh, is it LA Chapin yeah Los Angeles and in like a dystopian Los Angeles where like a gang war between it's very racist Wait. between the Jamaicans and the uh, who is it? 
Colombians or something. Yeah, the Jamaicans are the Colombians. Are is just completely out of control. Yeah, and as, just like as tends to happen between the Jamaicans and the Colombians. Right, and the police can't the police can't handle it, and like the predator is inserted like in the middle of this and is killing people on both sides and including the police and they can't figure out who's doing it. They think Equal. it's the gang gang war, um, and then things just go a little wild where like Danny Glover discovers their lair and they don't kill he kills one of them but then like the other predators are there and don't kill him and then they give him a gun from is it the gun from this one chip from prey yes, yes. it is okay mm-hmm. um so the musket yeah yeah the one at the end where she's like holding it up yeah which i think so, is to suggest that like this has been going on for a right. long time right and then so like which basically means that eventually a predator comes and kills Naru from Prey and gets that gun back. <laughs> um, anyway, I I don't know. I, I sort of like these, like, dystopian L.A. movies, like RoboCop and, like, just where it's just all chaos. And then, again, to insert the predator into that just works for me. Um, this is, this is where, third. Where on, is this ranked for This you, is yeah. third on my list. Okay. Um, can I? Can I? I want to point something out, and I don't know why, because Chapin made a lot of good points. It's just, it is pretty stupid. <laughs> so Shane Black gets killed off in Predator. He's the first one to get killed off, and then he writes Lethal Weapon, a huge hit, and starts a series the same year, nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah, yes, and then he had time to do it because he was killed off. So I guess. <laughs> um, okay, Lee, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is Predators, which oh. I, I, I people seem to like this one. I guess you. That's do too. my no, that's my number four. This is the one that I I think is is truly bad. There is just I, no explanation for anything. Characters have no motivation for anything. I just think it's it is a sen- like it is it. like a, a the purpose of it is is spectacle, and that's annoying. The only like highlights in it uh, are. God, I'm sorry. What the 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 woman in it? I think is actually really good. Yeah, um, from um from uh, uh yeah. Um, and you get some early Mahershala Ali, which is nice. But like it, it's it does just about everything poorly. I thought. Like the Lawrence Fishburne cameo is he his character is so stupid. Topher Grace is so out of place, and his character is stupid. Alice Braga is the like is the it. woman in it. She's, I like it. Um, she's really good, but and like Adrian Brody, I don't know. Is he is he a leading man, especially a leading action hero? I don't mind this movie at all. I think a lot of people like it. I don't know. I I really didn't. This is the one Predator movie that I just actively dislike. Okay, uh, we didn't let Jeremy we... give the plot summary of that one. I don't know that this bit is working. Oh, because he was so bad at the first one? Yeah. All right. What so, What was wrong with my first one? I thought I did good. <laughs> Predator comes to apologize? Yeah. All right. Uh, Chapin, number, all right, my, number, my number four is The Predator. That's my number three. <laughs> I mean, that's one I, I'm sort of the opposite on. Like, people seem to really not like that movie. Yeah, I, I kind of like it. I, I think like it's it. pretty good. It, I like, it's goes funny. right back to it's... basics. Like, it's this like ragtag team yep. that just gets picked off one by one, and I think it's a lot of fun. It's 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 God, I like, have no interest in watching any of these. I it's will totally never stupid because like the the predator is the one where they're like, let's talk about why what the predator wants, what he's doing, and everything. Right, which and all feels very like studio so unnecessary. Notes. The whole yeah. the whole Jacob Tremblay storyline is dumb, and I actually and it's in Predators too. Predators also the predator versus predator thing, like the two different species of predator. I think that's really dumb too. Um, but the predator is essentially like a, the same as the first one. It's just set in like neighborhoods instead of the, you know, Colombian rainforest. Right. Okay. Number uh, my, three, my number three is, is, is predator two. Okay. My number three is the predator. Okay. And then we go to prey. Number two. Yeah. And yep. then predator is number one. Predator number one. Yeah. Really? Praise, praise, still... praise pretty Praise close. a better praise movie. 
It's a I better. Think, you I have to admit right. it's a better move. I don't know I think that it's it a better is, move. Jeremy. I think it's, it's a, a better movie. I, but... I know it is. I've watched both of them. I just think you have to look at them differently. And it's not about expectations. It's not about like what you're enjoying or even the mood you're in. I just think that they are different types of movies. And I think that's that true. Predator, but I think, I think Predator, executes, Predator executes what it's trying to do better than Prey does. I don't agree with that, but I do think like you like Prey builds on so much of what Predator made. You know, like, yeah, so like, I wouldn't say so think, much, just the the villain. And, but no, here's but the like thing. The, is I think as much as I like the groundedness of Prey, I I did miss the I don't like calling it camp. It has such a negative connotation, but I missed that aspect of the Predator franchise in Prey. Now, if it wants to go a completely different direction and take Prey and become like an entirely new franchise that has a new tone and everything, that's fine, and I like it. But part of what is great about the Predator movies is the like little bit of silliness that is there. And it's not just about like enjoying it on a like turn your brain off level. It is the tone of those movies. Like there, like there is something about the ridiculousness of Carl Weathers arm still shooting a machine gun when it's blasted off that works in that movie. It is sort of, it's not silly when you're watching it. It's oddly awesome. Like, like, do you remember? Do you know? Remember when we always like you? You have to give credit to this film for this, and like you know, blah blah blah. But Prey is a is a sequel to Predator, and Predator built all these things, like the idea of this camouflaged creature, the yeah. idea of the click 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 click, the idea of the heat vision, like that stuff is all invented in this movie, and like it does it expertly. And it's so much fun to watch. I know you don't like the camp, and I love that those guys are like a rescue squad, yet they are like, they literally murder an entire village of like FARC rebels. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do this kind of thing. I don't have Well, time obviously to you do. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I actually appreciate that argument. They are too complete, which is interesting they are completely different types of movies and I don't know what other um, franchise has two movies that are well, not, so different. Not a lot tries to like the only thing that comes to mind and they're not that different is the Rocky franchise, like transitioning to the Creed franchise. Like sure. And those movies are not really different at all. In fact, they follow the exact same formula, but uh, but I would argue Rocky One is almost it's closer to the Creed franchise than oh the yeah. the, the other ones M- much start like to get, the, much like yeah. this one I think I think this I think Predator and, and Prey are the most grounded of the of the movies so okay. yeah it is and there and that's the weird thing about Predator is that like in many ways it is very grounded but it is grounded in an eighties action movie yeah. genre yeah. With I mean, they, Arnold Schwarzenegger. it's not impossible. Like, they like they shoot a lot of guns, right? But like that, that was a realistic scenario. Essentially, like super soldiers going to on this mission. Like that was a big '80s genre thing. Yeah. Like if you were to place that now, like that wouldn't make any sense. But like imagine making a Predator movie starring The Rock. Like it would it would sort of be the same idea, just that maybe the tone that is appropriate for this day and age. Yeah, I agree. Maybe. It's like trying to recreate this isn't is never going to work. It's like the what is it called the Expendables that tried to do it, just which was re- so bad. All right, it tried exactly. to do was recreate this, and you can't yep. really yep. force this into anything. So I would agree with that for sure. Okay, well that's going to do it for this. Wait, we edition. don't. We got to do who's who. Okay, well hurry up. Well, you got time. You said six thirty. I, I got to be somewhere at six thirty. Oh, she better. She better be amazing. But so do we do who. who's who in the Predator in Predator? Okay, yeah, let's go. All right. I mean, I, I agree that I push too many pencils. So Well Lee, I, I just think that you and I have a very uh Dutch and what's the other what's Carl Weather's name? Dylan, Dylan. relationship. Yeah. 
We're like really excited to see each other, and then we pick at each other the whole time and get mad at each other. And then at the end of the day, we're very loyal and nice to each other. This is yeah. like how we see each other. <laughs> okay, so I'm obviously Dutch. So who are you guys? Oh wait, a m- okay, I, I agree. I can be Dylan. So so that leaves. So basically, you know, we have Jeremy can be like Jesse Ventura. He's too. He's he doesn't have time to bleed. He could be Bill Duke, who you know. Oh, I think he's Bill Duke for sure. You think so? Yeah, because he's you know quiet, stoic, and contemplative, yeah. stoic, and, and then he I don't like freaks this game. out. I, don't I mean, like this game. He's constantly shaving himself without any. How does he not covered in razor burn? <laughs> but Jeremy does Jeremy how, does Jeremy shave himself a lot? Only once a week, every Sunday. So um, he could also be he could be Shane Black. Could be pathetic. Yeah. All right, that's fair right, enough. So he can be Bill get, Duke. Get out of this. I'm you get to like be Dutch, and I'm Dylan. Okay, I, I was fucking. Was, I was fucking Jacob last week. So you guys can lick my balls, okay? Fine, you can be Dutch. A fat pedophilic sixty-six percentile. <laughs> All right. Only two of those things are wrong. We'll let oh, you guess. Which ones? Feedback at... No, wait. Get your film fix podcast at gmail.com. Well, that's going to do it for this very special edition of the Get Your Film Fix Podcast. I want you all to tune in next week for a re- what I am really excited to, to do, 13 Lives. Watch it on Amazon. Um, I think you'll enjoy it, and I think this will be a good podcast for us all to participate in. So we'll see you next week. Stay safe out there. We love you. Kisses. Shooter. Doing a different s- sort of send off today. Do it. <laughs>